Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dry Peak, Popped Off's Casually Competitive Valorant uh, Podcast. I'm your host, James Graham. I'm the casual. This is Scott Finley. He's definitely the competitive. And uh, yeah, we're jumping right back into the action. Um, had a big, big Valorant week. Had a big, like, tons of first strike qualifiers. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. <laughs> tons of, of shit. A lot it's, of good games, though, like for viewers, I would say. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it was very, a lot of hype moments, a lot of entertaining moments so before we get into the episode uh of course i want to give you guys a bit of a, a good idea where to find us if you're just checking us out on youtube you can find us over on twitter at pop underscore off you can check out our website at popped off.com um and our youtube which we just got the actual name for which is youtube popped off we got the whole we got the official name. oh yeah, yeah. it's not like qx no. <laughs> four two nine no yeah no we don't have that like just hodgepodge of uh, of like letters and numbers oh, wow. now. Yeah. We're real boys now. Yeah, we're we're official. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, as always, at the beginning of every episode, we like to talk about what we're drinking. Um, it's usually local stuff, you know, to Halifax, Nova Scotia. Um, what do you get? What except do you get? For in, Heineken. Except for Heineken, yeah, and in, in, well, instantly. Yeah, no, I'm uh, drinking the same thing I had, uh, you know, probably three episodes ago, which is Little Creature from Good Robot. It's delicious if you like pale ale. Pale ale, yeah. Uh, yeah, some leftovers. Some leftovers sleeping yeah. there. Yeah, and I'm getting into Church, uh, the, yeah, the Church Brewing Co. Illuminate Pale Ale. Real bougie. But if you ever go there and visit them, it's actually in a church. Like it's oh, that's stained sick. glass chapel. Yeah, like like I don't know if you can see like, but like yeah, the yeah, like, logos yeah. like like stained glass. Yeah, and they shit. turned over an old church into a brewery. Is that? Yeah, and they make good food and good. Is that beer. kosher? Are you allowed to do that? Like, I don't know. The good Good Lord appreciates ale. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! There we go. <laughs> So, like we said, we're going to jump right into it. So, we get the first strike qualifier more or less rounding up. By the time this episode goes live, the final will be decided. Of course, this is all for seeding. Um, some real banger matchups. Some people not getting through who I thought we did think was going to get through. Yep. Um, and some people making it who were like, what the fuck? That is Renegades. Renegades is the biggest, biggest dark horse coming out of this whole thing. Uh, we were memeing on Renegades a couple episodes ago, basically mm-hmm. being like, "You guys, lo- you went 0 16 in your own fucking tournament. How yeah. does that? Ha- how does that happen, right?" Yeah. So and now they, uh, yeah, they like, I don't, I don't, I don't. They didn't even squeak through. Like they, they made it fairly convincingly. I say. I think a lot of teams uh, strategically are getting quite good now that there's demos to watch, and you're seeing a lot of teams hiring actually strategic coaches, mm-hmm. uh, which I know we talked about. I think our first episode, but. A lot of teams that didn't have coaches now do. Like yep. even I know, uh, Cloud Nine White just hired two separate coaches. They saw that, like yeah. A, they have like a lifestyle coach and a strategic coach. So yeah. uh, that's interesting. Yeah, and those girls were a force. And that's just one of the three yeah. teams. So if yeah. I had to guess, you know, they have six coaches on payroll. Like that's a, that's a lot a, of money. It's a you know, I mean, it's Jack though. Like Jack doesn't care, man. <laughs> Jack's Jack's wallet is like. Thick, right? Yeah, very thick. Yeah. So, yeah, we have Renegades making it through. Uh, Complexity, I think, was the other one that we were like, meh. Kind of. I love Jason Lake, so. I, Everybody loves Jason Lake. Complexity. Yeah, it's it's hard to hate on Jason Lake. He's so involved in the community. He He's, just wants his teams to win, and I get that. Yeah. Know? Yeah, you can appreciate that, right? You can Absolutely. Yeah. He's passionate. He, and Like, in the Counter-Strike tournaments, uh, they have fan cams, and he's always in the fan cams. He's always in the fan cams. Like, he's the only actual, like guy in the org in the fan cams with all these 12 year old memers like 
It's just, just Jason Lake sitting He's there. just like a dad, like, yeah, like, go, like, cheering his <laughs> he, kids on. He is, it is, like, massive dad energy, though. Oh, like, yeah, it's but he's, he's the fucking best. That guy's a gem. Yeah, Jason, Jason Lake is a, like, he's, like, he's, I'd call him, like, CSGO's Rick Fox. Like, he's just yeah. in there, like, you know, he's, like, really, like, positive for the community and stuff like that. Mind you, he doesn't give a fuck about, like, he only wants to win, though. So, I mean, like, oh yeah, he'll drop you in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, Absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, so this means uh, we have Complexity, Renegades, TSM, Sentinel. I'm going to try and do this from memory. Uh, TSM, Sentinels, Cloud9, 100 Thieves. I already say Envy. I already said Envy. We're already struggling. Um, but some notable ones that did make it were Dignitas. Gen G and Dignitas. Dignitas. Well, Dignitas is. I think they're still trying to find their footing. They're good at throwing games. I mean, you know. But yeah, Gen G was a surprise. They've been they've been good. I mean, they've been there for almost every tournament thus far. So yeah, to see them not make one, it's weird. Yeah, I think you you made a comment to me saying, "Oh, Sean wasn't the answer." <laughs> so in a in a toxic way, I guess Sean wasn't the answer. I guess Sean wasn't the answer. Yeah, yeah. If you check out our very scuffed last episode, yeah, I think we were like originally praising Sean, being like, "Oh, maybe Sean is like the reason they start winning," and then Sean wasn't. No. So, but I mean, like, I think everyone's starting to see that. Valorant is changing quick. Like, yeah, the teams that were good at the start are no longer that way. Like, people are are starting to meta game, and a meta is being defined. And those strategy heavy teams are really kicking ass. Like on our first on our list here that we didn't cover was TSM versus Hundred Thieves. Oh yeah, is a big example. Like Hundred Thieves, just a week ago was only getting one map on these teams. Pretty much. Fast forward a week now they've. Beat TSM in the qual the qualifier. Yep. They beat Sentinels. Yep. Like they're they're not getting the respect they deserve, man. Like no, no. they have two nutty fraggers. Yeah, they have Hiko, who's every, people know the most, I think. But he, I think Hiko's probably the most noteworthy. Like if you're looking at the Valorant exclusive community, yeah. Hiko I think is one of the biggest. I think he's he's the biggest name, but what's crazy is Nitro, who has probably the most CS professional experience. He's been on like grand final stage probably like twenty times in CS. Like IGL for Liquid for like yep. all, like eight years, like insane. Steel huge IGL for I buy power, and then Ghost Gaming like paved the way for youngsters and CS. Like all these big fucking watermelon brains, just molding the rest of the Hunter Thieves team. Who's the other members? That I'm talking. Is it Dicey and Asuna? It's Dicey youngsters? and Asuna. Yeah. Like you're just taking nutty aimers and big brainers, yep. and you're just fucking. You have like, a super team. Yeah. It literally took one week for them to like just learn how to defeat these teams. The only ones they lost to, I think, was Cloud9 Blue. Yeah. But Cloud9 Blue, man, like, fuck, they're good. Yeah, they are, like, you can't you can't sleep on those fucking guys, man. They're, like... It's, 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 it's crazy to, it's crazy to watch them, especially, like, I mean, I hate to go, I hate to go back to it, and maybe this is the, like, this is the casual coming out, but fucking Tens is such a treat to watch. Tens is he's just, insane. he's, 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 he's cracked, man. It's, it's ridiculous. So... Yeah. Yeah, like I think I think I really want to circle back to the the hundred thieves storyline because not only not only are they playing like like out of their goddamn minds, but the the turnaround time you don't see that in esports. Yeah, you don't see a team go from getting absolutely kiboshed like you know last week, and now they're absolutely they're just I wouldn't say they're absolutely destroying. They're making these games are competitive for sure, but like. It's just not what you'd expect. You expect to see them go back in and still not, like, you know, know their groove, like, trying to still find to find it. I think if you know what you're looking for, you can still see, like, obviously moments for improvement with Hunter Thieves. Like, the two youngsters, uh, the rounds they lose are definitely from, like, overconfidence, like, peaks. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas you're not seeing like the likes of Hiko and Steele, like the you know the boomer brains of the team, they they're not overpeaking in that way. So like definitely there's still room for that. But these guys are so young, Asuna and Dicey, that they're, like that's gonna that's not that's such a blimp in time. That's yeah. just gonna build with time, and especially um, under like under these big guys too. Like that yeah. that'll get worked out quicker. Too. So when you've got three mega minds, you know, creating strategies and and, and kind of crafting your playbook, it. Like man, it, I don't know how any team can compete. Wow. The team has two IGLs. Yeah, like two well-known North America's best Counter-Strike IGLs. Yeah, on absolutely. one roster. Like the strategies, like the depth of their gameplay is just going to be deeper than most teams. Well, it's just it. I think uh, yeah, I think the the ceiling for them is much higher just because of the talent they've acquired. Right? Like I mean. Right. And I don't think I don't even think you need to be any sort of like CSGO savant to just know like you just look at these guys' history and then you like that it's going to transfer over to Valorant. It, like they're too, the games are too similar. So yeah. Um, true. yeah. And now going and talking about those matches, there has been a bit of public outcry from the from the community too. Fans were not happy with the casting. Oh of this yeah, series. Shit, yeah. yeah, yeah. There was a lot of lot of TSM bias. Like I watch I watched the series because I mean I I like. I mean, I like TSM, but I also like Wardell getting stomped too. Which he got, he like, he like full blown baby raged, like full, full From blown. A, there was a few moments. I mean, Reddit was basically like a clip heaven for that. He tweeted mid game some salt. Him and Dicey had the shit talk after the game. You know, Jet Diff was, I think, the the, I think the salty tweet. We're gonna keep getting those. We're gonna have so which I, I love. love. Like Wardell, like in CS, he never had a career because his ego was just enormous. And it's it's showing now, and I think people who have never seen him in the previous games yeah. are now realizing, like, shit, this guy, is his ego and cockiness is off the fucking charts. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, man. It's it's hard to take into, because everybody, like, was seeing, like, all the banter between Sandals and TSM. They're like, oh, well, they're just doing it for, like, the build hype. And then you start seeing shit like this, where you're like, wait a second. Wait a second. This isn't just banter. Like this is genuine, yeah, premium plus salt. Well, Wardell thinks he's the best. So when he loses, it's you know unlucky. You know, leg. I don't know. Like <laughs> just excuses, leg, yeah. right? Like it, it's never just like oh that team played better. Yeah. So he's got to figure that out, or else he's he's not gonna have a long life. I, I think well, playing tier one. Well, that's just it. Like you, you really like. I mean, are like that's the question. Like, are we already starting to see the fall of like one of like. Valorant's most prominent players. Right, like, and I think he just adopted early in the beta, and that's why he was so dominant early, but like we're looking at more of a strategic like meta of, of Valorant. Yeah. So like those players who are very much solo carry gods, I mean with the exclusion of Tens, yeah. are having difficulty. Tens obviously is a solo carry god, but he's, essentially there's like almost two or three support players in that team that are making room and paving the way for him so he's yeah. able to do it but Wardell's team doesn't have that no so you know Wardell's going for a play and he might get a pick but then he dies and the site's open so like is it worth it it's definitely not worth yeah. it <laughs> and, I, and I, I think he, they're gonna have some issues until they kind of resolve that yeah and this is it like in like how do they resolve that you know what I mean how do you check an ego like that right like, it's tough you either tell him to stop playing like that or you need to get players that can help him play like that more. Right. So you but, you see like the tens situation yeah, where tough. you use more of an enabler. It's right? Really, really tough. Yeah, and I mean that's then that's what has always been a big thing. I guess people have talked about like Cutler and stuff like that. They're like they're feeding him information so he can do this. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they're feeding him the wrong information, not feeding him enough information, but he's getting he's getting exploited at this point, right? Like, 
Yeah, I think so too. I mean, he's still top fragging, but he's also I think leading in deaths most of these games. Yeah. So he's getting the pick for his team, but if if you're the star player and you're dead first, you can't be much of a star player. You're not a star player at that point, right? Like, yeah, like just... you need to be able to finish up the rounds alive, like to win the round. Yeah. So well, it's that's... just it's a, that's just it, right? So another like another thing too, and I think it gets overshadowed because of all these like crazy names that are coming into the other team, but like Envy is still. Like kicking ass, like Envy yeah. is still like doing work, man. And we weren't sure how they were gonna how they were gonna adjust with Akis and, and Calypso getting taken right. out and stuff like that. Um, but like they're, they're dude, like twenty nine <sighs> FNS is still you know giga brain as always, man. Like I think they're they're the same setup as the Hundred Thieves to a lesser degree, mm-hmm. where their team has a lot of of IGL Counter Strike crossover happening yep. with again Young Guns, so. They, they they're employing good strategic decision making as well as having the firepower to back it up. Yeah, I still think it's not quite on the level of Hundred Thieves, but I think that that groundwork and that foundation that both these teams have is what's going to take them far, and it's consistent. Like mm-hmm. strategic gameplay is consistent, whereas raw aim is not consistent. No. So no. Uh, again, TSM is having struggle because raw aim. These strategic teams are going to the top because consistent. Exactly. Well, that's just it, right? If you can if you consistently execute the same play, it doesn't matter if you're win- if you're trying to win gunfights because the angles are already set, right? Yeah. Like you you don't yep. like you know exactly where people are. Your gonna smokes be. are all in one spot. Your flashes are preset. What corners you're flashing? Yep. Your mollies are down. The enemies can only be in spot one or two. Yep. Or maybe even only spot one. Like it, it, it just eliminates any un unpredictability. Yeah, yeah exactly. Less variables, so more consistency. And I think that these raw aim teams need someone who can employ more of this consistent structuring mm-hmm. to reduce those variabil- variabilities. Yeah, that's a word. Here you what go. a word, eh? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think you're going to see that. Like, strategic meta is in, and, and if, if you, you either need to adapt or these rosters are going to start switching up already. Yeah, and I mean, like... That's it. Like, I mean, I th- I think a lot of us would debate that Sentinels might be the more like of the original two. Like, I mean, I already say original two, but like the game's not that the game's not that old. Like, um, like the big Sentinels TSM rivalry. I'd always say Sentinels was the more strategic of the two teams. I agree, but I I think Sentinels was strategic in more of a cheesy way. Okay, yeah. So like, they're not doing full necessarily executes, but they had like. You know the like meme strategies kind yeah, of really. Like. Well, I mean, obviously, it's still good strategies, but definitely like you know your YouTube Sova with his wall bangs and oh, yeah. Yeah. like yeah, it can only work so long before teams know exactly how you're gonna play, what you're gonna spam, what you're gonna arrow. Yeah, like you, that when your one like surprise factor, your special weapon is figured out, like you need to be able to switch. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're like they haven't done it yet. And I mean, coming from from Counter Strike, like when I play in League. And we've played the same map seven times. Someone can watch all seven of our games. So how do we do things either differently or better on the mm. eighth time? So that way what they've seen the previous seven times doesn't happen again. Like, right. the pros deal with this every day. Mm. This is their fucking job. Yeah. So you need to be able to, to keep unpredictability or do what you've done in the past even better. And that's fucking hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, speaking, speaking of adaptability on the fly, though, I like... You brought up you brought up like the Soberos and stuff like that. Did you did you see Hiko's like one tap like shock dart? Did you see that on on, on, on bind? I don't think so. No, it was disgusting. It's it's all over Reddit. Check it out. Literally, just like um, was going like um, TSM was going to defuse. 
Hiko just like literally just like flicks it, like flicks a shocker. No, not lining up an angle, not lining up anything, right. and just lands pink right on top of it. Primo. And I've had I've had like mixed opinions about Hiko. I, I don't know how I feel about him yet. I don't like his stream. That's like I mean, he's he's a big personality. I think. Yeah. I, at the very core of it, he's a good player. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people know his name from his streaming career, but yeah, he's he's a good player. He's never going to be, I think, the best on that team. He's never going to be the smartest on that team, but I think he's going to just put up results. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I guess if you like, I mean, if you're doing, well, you know, you're pulling off clutches like that and shit like that, who gives a fuck, right? Like, and know. I think you're going to see those clutches as people start to get uber comfortable with these characters. Mm. You know, when you've got your fucking protractor on Sova and you know the exact, <laughs> the exact arc of your arrow, like you're going to be able to start to see sort of on the fly shit happen more often, uh, which is good. I mean, like when I play at Diamond Two to Immortal Elo, like. Everyone is just copying YouTube videos and like all the arrows are just preset. Yeah. And so I don't see that style of gameplay, but like when Hiko plays so eight hours a day, twelve hours a day for his job, like yeah. that familiarity is gonna be built so quick and like he's just gonna become like an expert in no time and I, I and yeah, I think that's an example of that familiarity with a character. Absolutely, yeah. So good shit. I mean good for him. Yeah, seriously. And good for the thieves too, right? Like good to see them making this big yeah. It's a big turnaround because I mean the thieves right now are like kind of hurting. They just dropped their CS:GO roster. They just what do they just pay like a twenty five million COD buy? They bought they bought Optic Spot. Yeah, in, in the COD shit. league. So you know Nade, who was previously like, yeah, I'm not get, we're not getting into COD despite the thing despite COD being the thing that made Nade. Um, he was like, no, nope, fuck that. And then they they went in. They Crazy. bought. Yeah, they bought Hector's spot. Is basically absolutely silly, but it doesn't matter. The thieves are doing good. Yep. and and good on the thieves too, because you know the hundred thieves also. Pro- like I don't think this ever gets talked about, but they probably spent you know a million bucks plus to buy Nitro out of Liquid, out of Counter Strike, come to a new game yeah. in a new contract in a new org, like. The amount of money they spent on that is probably insane as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, the Thieves do have fuck you money. Yeah. They do have fuck you money. Like, I mean, yeah, well, I think they got a big investor. Yeah, they have, like, a sports a, org that I can't remember off the top of my head. I can't remember the sports org. They also, like, they have, like, the, the mortgage companies, Rocket Mortgage. Like, Rocket oh, Mortgage yeah, behind yeah. them, too. Yeah. So, like, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of money behind that organization. Right. Um, going back to consistency, though, in, like, operators and stuff, <laughs> or in agencies and stuff like that. Sure. Or agents. Um, no brim. Like, no brim whatsoever. Like, we were seeing, like, I, I, we talked about this kind of in pre-show. Um, Sage is making, like, a resurgence a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, nobody's picking brim, because why would you pick brim if you could pick omen? Um, we're seeing, uh, 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 we see NA starting to take a bit more breach now. Like, he's starting to make a bit more of a resurgence, which breach is... Breach is good, man. Y- yeah, like, and yeah, I think we've talked about this before, like, breach is... Breach is nuts, like, I think. But again, like, when Sky is fully out and, and, and usable, yeah. does Breach even still have a spot? It's tough to say. I Well, I think, I think like, you like I think we talked about last episode, well, Sova will get, be the one probably worked out. So I, I actually think Sova kind of fills the spot of Brim on an oh, yeah, experienced okay. roster. Because the only advantage Brim had in the past was a Molly and an ult, which was for clutches. Sova can do that with a shock dart. Yep, true. Omen can, can take care of the smokes, plus have his alt, plus have his, you know... The bus. is insane the flash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but Breach, just, I don't know how, how much he has a life. I think he's good in those kind of close counter maps, but Sky has it all. Yes, yeah, On Ascent, her flash can go from top mid all the way down mid, yep. and blind top mid and cat, if, if the person using it... You know, knows the timing. Yep. Uh, so, A, the flash is better. Like, you get the wolves. It, like, the wolves, 
kind of do that close counter thing I just talked about with Breach, where yeah. like, you know, we're at my level of play, someone is ulting. I I played on Haven like seven times yesterday, which sucked, but. Like on T side, the the sky can just use her ult, follow her wolves in as they as they go. She knows exactly where she just wide swings right behind the wolf, and you're fucking dead. Yeah. Like, if you hear the wolves, you need to fall back so you can either kill the wolf or kill her. Like right. I just think she's better defensively, and I think she's, you know, she obviously can't enter a site quite like breach, but you have your you know your raises your jets for that. Yep. So where does Breach fill in? He's yeah, he's probably gonna fall to the wayside, man. So maybe that's why they buffed that flash to try and make him have that's a true. spot. I, I just don't know. I don't see like it. a preemptive kind of a preemptive buff. Like I think Sky is is insane. I think she's gonna find a place on almost any team at the moment, unless they either nerf her or they buff the others. someone else who does the same role. But I really think that Sky is a Sage Breach combo, and I think she's fucking yeah. That's good. that's that's a skill. Like, and we like, I think we talked about this our first episode, which was like. When they start combining, now we talked about it in our in our interview with the with the Envy guys. Um, like when you start seeing like combination of agents being made into one agent, right? Like, yeah. Sky might be the first to it. Like I mean, the wolves are pretty unique. The like fucking mock chicken flashbang is is pretty ridiculous too, right? So I mean, the only thing to note is you can shoot the chicken and the flash doesn't go so, off. Is that what we're calling it now? The chicken? Well, I don't want to call it that, but okay. you can. So the only downside of Sky is is. You know, if you're really sailing these skills really far and you don't explode them quick enough, people can eventually learn that you're doing that and shoot the thing beforehand. Beforehand, yeah. Okay. Like, on Ascent is where I see Sky really strong yesterday. And, you know, if she's doing that same flash every round, you can push mid and have one guy just hold for the flash and shoot the flash right. while the other guys are pushing. Um, so, obviously, you can counter-strat that a bit. But, yeah, she's insane, man. She's yeah, so it's going to be it's gonna be nuts. It's it, Like, again, uh, really cool. It's going to be really interesting to see who drops like what agent for sky um you know i know they're they're talking about agent bans now like that's that's a conversation that's starting to happen i can see it yeah we're we're starting to get there i think maybe we get like one or two more agents and then like i could see it being concreted what's the number of agents we have right now oh we just we just started our second row so i don't know like 11 <laughs> maybe i don't know i, I don't know i can't, I can't think I'm you have to get bans to both teams so then yeah. you ban two or do you release one or two more in band four? Like I think, yeah, I think you release one or two more. Maybe, maybe I'd say I release one or two more band three because then you're really like you're really like polarizing both sides. Like, you, but then you'd have to repeat those bands for each map. Oh yeah, true. Fuck. I don't know. It sounds well, finicky. I don't know how it's gonna work. Yeah. That's not. That's but not. We don't. We don't. Banning we don't. like two right now is not. Ban if you ban two right now, like what happens if they ban Omen Brim and you have zero smokes? Like it, it just seems tough, right? Scuff jet smokes. I, I, I guess think, like... I think bans are a little would be a little too difficult as it stands. As right now, yeah, I, but, I agree. Um, yeah, yeah I, I mean it's it's tough. I don't know. I I, f I feel like you're gonna see a lot of teams that are gonna play. You know your your Sentinel. Yeah. So either a Cipher or Killjoy. Most often it's Cipher, but if you're like Steel, you're gonna play Killjoy because he, he loves Killjoy. He loves Killjoy. Yeah. She's good. I agree with that. But Cypher, I think, is still a little bit better. Yep. You know, you're going to play your Sova. You're going to play your Jet. You're probably going to have one more Fragger, which is either going to be like a Raze or a Phoenix. Phoenix yeah. And then your fifth is going to be, you know, your Flashbot. So, um, like, Sky. Like, Sky Breach. Sky Breach, yeah. Uh, maybe Reina, maybe. like. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I didn't leave any room for Smokes, which is Lamau, but... Anyway, yeah, I, I, I just, it's tough. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think Sky is really strong. I think teams are going to start playing her. She's just got so much 
utility. Her her skill set is just so good. Yeah. Every ability is impactful. So I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be weird. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see um, the next qualifier. I think we'll see here because I think this is the last time she won't she'll be disabled, and then we're gonna go right into it. We also get icebox at the same time too, so it's gonna be sick. It's gonna yeah, be, yeah. We're gonna get freaking cod 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 map and. I'd like to see a brimstone buff before we move off of this topic. Yes, absolutely. a brimstone buff to his uh, stim beacon. Maybe, Ooh, yeah, yeah. That'd be maybe good. give it either a damage buff mm-hmm. in addition to the attack speed increase, or maybe a, a little heal. Maybe, maybe it'll heal you for like thirty-five points. Just, just, to just, just to like kind of help. Yeah, I, I know they're really. It's useless right now unless there's a door to break. You know, what yeah. I mean? Like people aren't just going to use it when you're taking a fight. Like I, I don't know if you experience this, but the recoil, like your two bullets deep, and it's already like five centimeters. I'm, above I'm silver and gold, man. Like recoil is like our worst enemy. Like you yeah. put down that stim beacon, I'm I'm like up on the roof by the end of it. I yeah, shoot people in the uh, dick normally. Like it's tough. I mean, I like it on the maps where there is a surface to break yeah. or to wall bang, but without that, like when do you even use it? I don't even buy it half the time if I'm playing. It. If you're playing broom, yeah, yeah. Like so, anyway, buff to that. I think could make him back a little bit more relevant, but right now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I seen like that was in like circulating around was like either let his smokes recharge or give him another one. I think four smokes would be fucked. Like I think four smokes might be too much. Four smokes would be a lot, or make his molly cheaper. Or t- yeah, that is another option. But I think stim beacon as it stands right now. Like, how do you have Sky who has four incredibly useful abilities, and you have Brim where one ability is legit just not used. It was, it's, yeah, it's a waste of money at this point. Right? Yeah, like, so. why spend $100 on that if I'm not even going to use it? So, yeah. I don't know. Absolutely, yeah. So, uh, staying in the realm of pro play, though, I know you wanted to talk about CIS boys. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, it is it is kind of fun, I think, to get off the topic of North America every yep. once in a while. And, Absolutely. And, and uh, there was a big tournament played recently uh, with, with CIS. Uh, Gambit, who is an organization we talked about in the past, was on a 15-game win streak. I had only ever lost one best of three in their entire lifespan of Valor. That's so crazy, far. man. Uh, actually lost in the finals to a team called Opportunist. So, crazy. So, A, they lost a 15-win streak. B, they lost their second best three ever. And three, to this team called Opportunist, which is pretty new. Not really anyone knows them. I've never seen a single you never seen anything human. About them, like, eh? None of them are CS players. So they're just so, they're just Valorant like n- nutty friends. Yeah, exactly. or I mean they could come from CS, but not from Tier One CS. Right. Okay. Fair or enough. Tier Two, like they, you know, they're essentially nobodies, and they just killed it. I think the price pool wasn't anything crazy, like five grand USD, which yeah. I mean maybe for them is life changing. But like, well, for a guy like, like again, for a team that has no org behind them, probably is right. Like it's a big deal. Yeah. 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 And to win, and and that's that's good. And I think that tournament pulled in sixteen or sixteen or twenty four teams. For the CIS region already, okay. which oh, wow. I think we talked about, like, man, are they going to be able to find enough competition Good for talent, it to be competitive? Yeah. But already you're seeing clearly it is competitive because the team with the money behind it wasn't even the team that won. Exa- so. Oh, exactly. And that was yeah. a big concern, too, was, like, because, like, when you started saying that, like, they're, they're on a 15-game tear, and I'm like, oh, fuck. This is, like, our fear of the other regions is do you have just these, these teams that just... Don't have anybody to really like, you know, yeah. compete against, right? But okay, good. We have we we can check one region off yeah. that's like competitive. Just right? gotta check on Turkey, you know. Yeah, we, we gotta check on Turkey and see how oxygen's that next doing. Week, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we gotta we gotta see how oxygen's <laughs> doing, and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah. So I mean, like the final. So our final note, our closing note is I I brought we I think it was in it was either in an episode we lost, but it was talking about region pride and stuff like that, and talking about Australia right. and one of the casters yep. out of out of for CS is just super passionate. Um, 
I want to talk about one of Australia's like most like prominent personalities, Dick Stacy. Okay. Uh, Dick Stacy now plays for the Chiefs, and he plays for Valorant. And right. he, or, and the Chiefs uh, is an Australian CS:GO team as well. He either plays for Chiefs or uh, Order. One of the two. One of the two. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll fact check that. But either sure. way, the Chiefs and Order are both like probably the two most. Uh, yeah, he's gonna fact check me now. Um, two most like uh, prominent like money organizations between, behind in Australia. Um, it's it's good to see that they're getting these these players that are coming over, and you're starting to see a region that Riot has like previously struggled with maintaining. They just shut down the oceanic scene of um, of League of Legends, so I'm not too sure how the Valorant scene is gonna do. It seems to be doing okay. I mean, if it's getting guys like Dick Stacy, having a hard time figuring out what team you went for too. Right? I am, yeah. Yeah, type in like Chiefs Dick Stacy or like Order Dick Stacy. For anybody who doesn't know who Dick Stacy is. Um, the guys, just like he just he plays into his character so well. Just, order, order, cool. Order, yeah. oh, it is order, cool. Yeah. yeah. So Chiefs were the one that put on the tournament. My apologies, um, but yeah. So he's like he's like we need people like Dick Stacy. Dick Stacy played on ground Greyhound Graham, Gaming yeah. in CS:GO, uh, which was so Australian CS only ever had one tier one org, which was Renegades. Yep. And they had like a, a vibrant tier two scene that never broke through. And on this tier two scene, you saw the Chiefs. Um, there was one called like Limitless or something. Right. Uh, Greyhound Gaming and something else that that never really is part of the story, so we don't even care. But Dick Stacy on Greyhound Gaming won tournament. They actually broke through and they made it to a major. And everyone was like, "Well, who the fuck is Gre- Greyhound Gaming?" Yeah. Like I've never seen these guys. No <laughs> one's ever seen these guys. And this guy named Dick Stacy. And every player in a major in Counter Strike gets a sticker that you can sell in the community and put on your guns. And he was. So everyone's like, "Well, I want a Dick Stacy sticker." So when he every player submits their signature to Valve, yeah, uh, to be released, and Dick Stacy was, was it three times. It, it was revisions. The first one was a dick, <laughs> and, and obviously they were like, "No, you can't have a dick." Yeah. Second one, I can't remember what it was. It might have just been the word "dick" spelled out. And it was. It was. It, I think. Yeah. Here. I think the second iteration was Dick Stacy, but like Dick was like significantly bigger. The one you can get now, it is like a D that's like shaped like a dick. It's just as like D Stacy. So it, I think he's a fucking gem. The guy's hilarious. <laughs> uh, he was a good Counter Strike player. Nothing wrong with that. So it's good to see. Obviously, some talent switch over. Yeah. Um, because you know Counter Strike in in Australia, it's only been the same. Like ten, ten players, I would say that's only right. ever broken through. So you know, good for them. Obviously. Yeah, maybe we might see some more success. The Score Esports has a great story on Dick Stacy. They they lay, lay all this out. I recommend checking yeah. it out. It's 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 oh my god, it's hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, I've never seen that, but yeah, uh, I remember I was in the the you know the Twitch chats when the Greyhound played for the first time on a major stage, and everyone just spammed you know Ozzy Ozzy Oi 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 and Dick and Dick Stacy and Dick <laughs> every Stacy for president and everything. Yeah, so so I remember this. Excellent, perfect. So I think with closing on Dick Stacy, that will kind of wrap up our episode. Um, oh, right, right, yes, okay. Talk, bring this up. Scott just pointed out that yeah, Cloud Nine White had some some interesting content go up. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Give, give us give us the rundown. Give us the. It's nothing too crazy. I mean, obviously <laughs> they released uh, their player comms for Cloud Nine White in the last uh, tournament they played in. Um, and you know, everyone was nervous. I think seeing, you know, the female team's comms go up, they thought they were going to be serious. Maybe they thought girls couldn't shit talk like guys <laughs> could, but obviously it was a satirical, uh, video. Uh, 
And I watched it. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if you watched it, but I haven't, like, I haven't checked it out. I saw it go up. Oh my god! Like you're seeing, like they, they kill someone. They're they're like looking for bodies to teabag. They're like, oh, I just shit on this kid. Like go home. <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is like pro- primo content. Oh yeah, you can't like you can't get better than that. because I think because it's so it's so rare, right? Like I mean, yeah. I mean, like I again like for women CS:GO, like I only know CS:GO Red, right? Or uh, CLG Red, right. and uh, they're like. They're pretty, like, I mean, well, Miss Harvey's trying to be like a pinnacle of the community and stuff like that, right? right. And then you get Cloud Nine White. Yeah, no, like... it's good though. Like, I, I think it's important a to show that like, you know, players of that caliber are relaxed in those tournaments. Like, they've already done all their homework in advance. Yeah. But b like, it builds the brand. It breaks stigmas. Like, it's good, and, and I think it's funny. I think it's really fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and like, I mean, again, they just got more support staff. So yeah. like I mean we're I think like they're only gonna get better and it's gonna get more scary like oh I mean, absolutely like, yeah you know it's it's definitely funny to see I'd recommend everyone watch it it's it's interesting to see how these teams are still having fun even when the pressure's on right you know if if you train hard enough obviously you already know what your role is you know what you have to do you don't have to nothing has to really be talked about other than what like at the start of the round you know mm-hmm. everything else is pretty much already done through in the practices and. It's at least the funny comments, you know. You know. Yeah. Unless you're TSM, and then you're just salty. Oh, you're just pissed the whole time. Yeah. So on that note, we're we're gonna we're gonna we're yeah. gonna wrap it up here, guys. So awesome. again, check us out on YouTube at Popped Off on Twitter at Popped underscore Off and our website poppedoff.com we do a bunch of different cool shit um if you're any bit of a weeb if you you know you play mmos we do content for all that shit so uh-huh. yeah man check us out and that'll be this episode for dry peak check us out next week we'll be recapping first strike qualifier we'll talk about the the finals yep. and then any shit in between we'll cover it don't worry so Perfect. see you next week